0: Welcome, everyone. Greetings. We are thrilled to have you join us for Wisdom Within. My name is Kathy Serline. Wisdom Within encourages mental health awareness, education, self-advocacy, recovery, and hope. We are for not only folks who live with such conditions, diagnosed or undiagnosed, but also for the folks who love and care about them, who work with them, who go to school with them, because them is us and we are everywhere. Uh, Mental health issues affect 20 to 25% of the global population at any given point in time across economic status, education status, profession, politic, it matters not. At any given point in time, 20 to 25% of the population is affected with some manner of mental health condition. So this is about um, education, self-awareness, self-advocacy, advocating for those we care about, living in recovery, and uh, looking at wellness in the whole picture not just the physical side but the emotional side as well and to bring hope to folks who feel when they're in the depths of such things that um, maybe there is no hope because um, there is always a way forward and we are hopeful to be um, a part of that journey with you and hope that you will find not only good resources here, good educational information, um, but also the real encouragement and support that some of us, when we're in the depths of this, really struggle um, in finding a path because we do feel so alone. So by using a podcast format, we're hopeful that we can reach more folks than just our blog, uh, which you can still find at wisdomwithinweb.com. We maintain that presence. Uh, it was our starting point. We're proud of it. There are a lot of good links there. Uh, if you click around on the on the site, you'll find a lot of good pieces and parts, uh, not just uh, not just blogs and blurbs from yours truly, but some uh, really other useful resources as well. Um, so that said, we're really excited about uh, the podcast venture and the possibility that it brings in reaching more folks, helping more folks, supporting more folks, and hopefully um, bringing some humor to the situation as well, because you know, if you can find your funny, you can get through anything. At any rate, um, we're excited to start this venture with you. We're thrilled that you're joining us, and let's get started. Okay, so we want to take a look in our first episode here also at some facts facts versus fiction. Um, there are myths that, uh, that I think people just take as given um, when it comes to, there are just presumptions about mental illness uh, or living with a mental health diagnosis, um, and they're very rarely correct. So... Let's take a look at this um this first one um, is just on general health and wellness. if you're not sleeping uh if you're not eating right, if you're eating too much, eating too little, sleeping for an hour or two at night, and then not sleeping the rest of the night, um, your heart feels like it's agitated um You can't string your sentences together. You can't read a paragraph without losing your place. These are all um, simple signs, um, but they can be devastating. Um, If your job involves focus on written material or writing, uh, it can become impossible for you to do. Uh, If you are taking care of a family and you're not getting any sleep, How well are you going to be able to care for others in your responsibility? Um, So it's really important, um, and I just encourage people, I always just encourage people forward, go see your doctor, tell them the truth. If you feel like the bottom's falling out, say so. Uh, And your doc will help you. Your doc will find ways to help you get the support you need. If it means that your doc takes you out of work for a few days or a couple weeks so that you can get in with um, some consultations and some referrals and get things checked out, it makes sense to do that. And if you can look at it as an investment in your future and for the betterment of the future of those you care about um, by taking care of yourself, it's vital, it's vital, it's vital um, to moving forward feeling better, and um, pulling yourself out of what could be an extremely difficult situation. So I just encourage you, encourage you, encourage you forward. If you have a broken leg, you have no option but to get help and get it fixed. If you need a heart valve, you have to get surgery. If you have a mental health condition, you can't just do nothing. I mean, you can, but it doesn't turn out well sort of snowballs from there Um, so no matter how far the snowball has already rolled how big it's gotten don't give up hope there is there is help there is hope and I encourage you toward the supports and resources you need towards recovery Um, we want to say that every type of treatment is considered a therapy so please don't think that you'll just be lying on a psychotherapist's sofa somewhere um really the road to recovery is a journey that includes therapies and exercise um of some of some form you don't have to go run a marathon but um if you do yoga if you do if you can walk on a treadmill, if you can walk around the block, if you can walk up and down your stairs 10 times, that's exercise. That helps. And it releases chemicals in your brain that physically and emotionally make you feel better. Um, So as much as people might say, I don't like exercise, or I'm not healthy enough to exercise there is some form of exercise that everyone can do there's even chair yoga i promise you look these things up google some things you can find things that you can do that meet you where you are and help you to move forward Um, but movement is important and um, if necessary um, and you need to look at medications or um, work with a therapist those are pieces of these are tools uh, for the journey they aren't necessarily perfect for everyone so um, please 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 I just encourage you forward and if you're a, a friend of uh, or a loved one of I encourage you to incur, encourage your loved one toward taking that first step and seeing their doctor um, and just being honest. Offer to go with them to support them. It's the hardest thing in the world to do, to go and fight this battle alone. And so many of us don't have a choice in that. But if a loved one is able to say, I'm here for you, I'll drive you to the appointment. Uh, I'm happy to wait for you. I'm happy to go in with you. Whatever you need, I'm there for you. Um, and and that is a huge piece um, because it's, it can seem impossible to move forward when you're in the depths of it. Um, and to really be able to find the strength to pull yourself out of it alone can be really, really hard. And if you're in that place, I encourage you to seek someone to support you. Ask for help. Say, hey, can you drive me to this appointment? I really need to go to the doctor. I really am struggling can you just come and stay with me for half an hour and 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 walk me through this part of the process um so uh whether you're a a a supporter or you're in it uh please 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 encourage yourself to make that step um it's also our responsibility every type of treatment again is a therapy so um please take the first step, rule out or deal with any physical causes, and then address any psychiatry or psychology referral if mental health pieces are suspected. And we will talk more about different therapy types in another episode. But I just want to start with that, um, just that big piece of encouragement, that that really is the first step. Um, So you might think, if you receive a mental health diagnosis, I will never be the same again. Um, so, what can I say about this? Uh, I didn't just start having mental health issues when I received my diagnosis. I was 46 years old at the time, and I had been apparently very, very high functioning but very unwell for many years. Despite that, I held good jobs, owned a home, had a family, raised my kids, uh, participated in my kids, you know, activities at, at the parent level. Um, you know, you do you do what you need to do when it comes to the people you care about. But we get to ourselves and it's like we don't put ourselves first. We don't recognize necessarily um, that we've come to that place. Um, where we're struggling so much that we really need to switch our focus and put it on ourselves because we can't help everybody else until we help ourselves. Like on the airplane, they tell you to put the oxygen ma- oxygen mask on yourself before you help anyone else. So so that's a real important piece. Um, I knew uh, that I wasn't okay, quote unquote, um, and that I had been that way for a while. But my point is that you will not ever be the same again, because diagnosis allows us a direction to work from, a direction to work to work in, to work forward, rather than just floundering through our struggling um, with whatever issues we're perceiving at the time. If we know what we're dealing with, we can learn how to do so. In essence, we end up Not the same as we were, but better than we were. And who wants to go back to being so unwell anyway, right? And we will have more on early considerations around diagnoses in an upcoming episode. Another myth that we tell ourselves no one else I know has a mental illness. So logistically, that's pretty much impossible. It is a fact that 20 to 25% of any given population, no matter gender, culture, ethnicity, religion, profession, political persuasion, financial health, poverty level, what have you, the percentage remains the same globally. Mental health conditions are, for the most part, livable, survivable, and even, yes, thrivable, providing we educate ourselves and consistently take responsibility for our wellness. We will have more on educating ourselves and our rights and responsibilities coming soon. Another fact versus fiction, um, another thing we tell ourselves or is presumed by society is that really successful people don't have mental health issues. How could they be so successful? So let me just throw a few names at you from history. I'm sure you've all heard of Albert Einstein, sort of a genius there, theory of relativity, etc., etc. Pablo Picasso, famous artist, actress Audrey Hepburn, Uh, the late, great Carrie Fisher, the later and greater Robin Williams, Uh, Ernest Hemingway, the famous author, Abraham Lincoln, 16th president, struggled with depression. Harrison Ford, Michael Phelps, Macy Gray, Howie Mandel, uh, Buzz Aldrin, the astronaut, Whoopi Goldberg, Oscar-winning actress and comedian, uh, famed actor Cary Grant, Charles Darwin, um, F. Scott Fitzgerald, Frank Lloyd Wright, Charles Dickens, the list goes on and on. All of those folks lived through and lived with and survived and thrived despite mental health issues in their lives. So please reconsider. If you think you're never going to accomplish anything once you have a mental health diagnosis, just knock that out of the park because obviously these folks did and kept going. Um, and we encourage you to... to. Uh, Take a look back at their histories and, and learn about their struggles and, and how they uh, how they coped, how they how they lived through, how they continued their journey in a positive uh, way and uh, still um, made a huge impact on the world. Uh, another uh, fictional idea is that if you're diagnosed. Um, with a mental illness or mental health condition, that you'll have to be medicated like a zombie for the rest of your life. And the truth is that medication is or can be one part of the possible recovery equation. Um, We will probably have a separate episode talking about different medication types and issues, but obviously uh, all medication questions and all All health questions should be referred to your healthcare professional. We're not doctors here, but we have um, gone after a lot of resources and um, educated ourselves. Um, I'm actually now a New York certified peer support uh, specialist in mental health. Um, All my work has been done on a voluntary basis thus far. It's not like I'm out in the field going into people's homes and helping them through their day to day. Uh, So I I find other ways to make that contribution, to take the education that I have and make that contribution and pay it forward by communicating some of the things that I've learned that have helped me forward um, substantially and potentially uh, can have a huge impact, I think. Um, So again, medication can be just one piece of it. Um, I will be honest in saying Uh, that there can be difficulty in determining uh, which medications might help you as an individual. Everyone reacts to medication differently. There are different types, different dosage, um, different combinations of medications, um, and it's very much dependent on how your body physiologically reacts to the medication. It uh, adjusts chemical imbalances in the brain that can lead to some of the issues that we face in mental health or mental wellness diagnoses. Um, I have been on a medication regimen for multiple years now. I am not a zombie. Uh, I do take very low doses of medication, Um, not only for my mental health condition, but also for a couple of physical health conditions so you know if you take a blood pressure pill um, you don't look down on that or you don't look down on somebody for doing that if they have to take a cholesterol medication if they take a hiv uh, medication whatever the physical ailment is it's always seen as appropriate uh, to use what medications advance wellness for those issues so it only makes sense that you look at or consider with your healthcare professionals um, different medication options that might make a difference for you. Um, I'm fully functioning, a thinking individual, I don't have any apparent zombie-like tendencies that I know of. Um, The other truth is though that some folks find the side effects difficult to deal with. And so they say they want to live without meds strictly because of that. The only side effects I've personally experienced have been weight gain. Um, So it's a trade-off, but I'm working on that. Um, But the fact is, if you decide that you ultimately cannot be helped by medication for whatever reason, it is still up to you um, to find the right therapies with your healthcare professionals that allow you to live well despite whatever your condition or diagnosis is. It is possible, but we are responsible for our actions just as we are responsible for our inactions. So I encourage you forward in investigating with your healthcare professionals if medication makes sense for you and what options um, are the most might be the most beneficial. Um, and again we'll we'll have more on that topic in the future. Um, it is not necessary, I will say, to take medication. Some people refuse to be medicated. Um, the history of the peer support movement came from uh, former mental health patients that uh, coined the phrase "nothing about us without us," in other words things that were being decided for them um, because of their diagnosis, treatments that were being decided for them. In this day and age, if you are a mental health uh, patient or a mental health condition survivor, um, you are referred to as a consumer. In other words, if you um, seek treatment within the mental health system, you are a consumer of those services. Um instead of saying you are the patient or you are you know the sick person, you are a consumer of services and resources to facilitate your journey towards wellness. So we are the consumer survivor movement in peer support. Um, and great change has been affected by these former patients, um, the Mental Health Association. Uh, came out of that movement, as did many other um, projects and resource entities that are still going today um, that help people move forward. So just recognize that you are, whether you are living with or someone supporting someone living with these types of conditions, that it is possible to live well Despite the condition, and that sometimes medication is a factor, and if it's not a factor for in, in, in one particular case, there are other therapies that do make a difference and do have an impact. It's very individualized, no two people are the same when it comes to mental illness or mental health condition um, because no two brains are the same. Um, we are all wired basically the same but each individual varies so that's why one one medication might work for one person with a certain mental illness but it might not work for another um it's the same with cancer medications so you know it's a process of elimination and even that process can be daunting but it is a process it is something to be worked through and uh and recovery is possible recovery should be the goal not just a wish um so that is a definite change in in thinking compared to the stigma of the past that these people just needed to be put away and we'll treat them with lobotomies or electric shock or what have you and not to say that some people still don't do electric shock treatment. Some people have found that beneficial. Carrie Fisher was one of those folks who made use of that particular type of therapy. You would say, well, why would you put yourself through that? But if you are, you know, if you have reached a point of desperation and uh, you have tried everything else, um, I personally have never reached that particular point, but, um, I don't, uh, I don't doubt anyone who ends up deciding to try it. Um, And it has made a positive impact for for some folks. So um, you have to just be open um, and and investigate and explore the resources and uh, possibilities that are available to you. So uh, we'll move on now to another little fictional idea. Some people just don't believe in mental illness. There's no such thing, right? This unfortunately is true. I've experienced this myself i have been told over the course of my time uh, by assorted well-meaning individuals for one reason or another they felt compelled to tell me that i would be well if i just give it all to god or that i should not medicate that medication is all a scam um, that i would feel better if i just lost weight or whatever the suggestion of the moment was Um, It's true some religions do not even allow for mental illness to be a concept. Some people, on the other hand, are just in denial or they have bought into all the stigma attached to mental illness over decades and centuries and therefore are unable to face that a friend, a family member, a loved one has been diagnosed with such a condition. It's still our responsibility to work toward wellness. And find the course that works for us as an individual. No one else's approval is needed. What you are going through is real, it's substantial, and it's not easy. And anyone who is not supportive in a positive way is not going to be able to help you on that journey. Um, it It does happen that some folks, uh, end up not being part of our lives anymore. They choose not to be. And that's, that's really their choice. That's not ours. So, um, you know, you cannot expand everyone's mind, um, while you're trying to work on your own. And that's their journey, not yours. Um, so not to sound judgmental there, but Um, This is about staying positive and moving forward and anyone who tries to tell you that what you've been diagnosed with is not real or untrue or whatever it is, those are not the folks you, you want to be listening to even if you love them and that can be very difficult. But focusing on the reality of the thing and what you really can do that's going to help you get well, um, that really should be where your energy, I encourage you to put your energy in that direction. Um, And hopefully um, relationships can be mended later. If not, again, that's not necessarily your choice, that's someone else's. Um, So we can't let other people's um, narrow-mindedness be a part of our, our, our recovery journey. Um, because it doesn't serve so um, not to sound so judgmental there but I just really encourage you forward past that if you get that kind of impact from people it can be devastating so there are a lot of people out there who will believe in you and believe in what you're doing and believe in what you're going through and want to be of help to you and support in that journey forward we are always here for you for that purpose Feel free to um, write into the show, to contact us also on our Wisdom Within blog site, wisdomwithinweb.com. Um, you're welcome to reach us that way as well. And uh, as we get further along in our podcasting uh, ability, we will uh, have additional ways for you to contact us. Um, we're going to add more on myths and untruths and hope to Clarify with researched truths. I'm going to look at closing out this particular section by quoting from Charles Darwin. And you might hear our little friend of the show in the background. We have our little dog friends of the show, Bella and Biggie. And uh, they like to be with me when when we're doing our podcast. So if you hear growling or what have you in the background, they're just saying hi. I highly recommend and, and encourage support animals in your life. If you are well enough and in a a position to have them, um, they can be a huge influence in your smile capacity, in your uh, warmth of heart, and your uh, mental positivity. Um, Charles Darwin once said that it's not the strongest of the species that survives, nor the most intelligent. It is the one that is most adaptable to change. So life is all about change. It's a journey from one change through another throughout our entire existence. So as we learn how to take care of ourselves and this journey going forward, if you haven't already, learn to adapt. Adapt, adapt, adapt. One more very useful quote to end this particular segment for the moment from Winston Churchill, never, never, never never give up. Wow, we've uh, worked through our first podcast. I am so excited, so thankful that you decided to check us out. Uh, We're going to be doing a lot more hoping get hopefully getting a lot better at this. Um, we're appreciating your patience as we learn and grow. Um, technology has never been our forte here at Wisdom Within. Um, so we just thank you for your patience and hope that you will uh, find find snippets of wonderfulness in every episode that you can carry forward in your life, in your journey. Uh, or in supporting someone else's journey. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being here with us. And from myself, Kathy Sirlein, and from our beloved Biggie and Bella, and all our friends of the show, thank you and wishing you all wellness. See you next time.